Hi. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Here we are. We're back. I'm Emily. That's Greg. Hello. Hello. Um, welcome back to another episode of Saturday Night Vibes. Here we are discussing um, the February 20th show hosted by Reggae Jean Page and with musical guest Bad Bunny. All right. Reggae Jean. Right. Reggae Jean. Yeah. I mean, I guess we have to start out by talking about, I mean, there's a lot I could say about reggae Jean. But <laughs> do, we need to get, <laughs> do we need to get like a, a bucket of cold water? No, here no, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Um, I really, though, I thought he did. Um, I have this like later in my notes, but I thought he just had such a great energy for yep. someone who not only is new to, I think, like the big time spotlight with Bridgerton, um, you know, he's been in other stuff, but just for, you know, someone who's like very newly on like the big time scene and for someone who is like this immediate, has immediately become this gigantic sex symbol. And, you know, I really appreciated how he was so goofy, had such high energy, clearly wasn't taking himself too seriously because that would have been just like so disappointing if he had, you know, come out and just been really serious and not wanting, I think, to go as deep into these goofy characters. Um, so I just thought he did a really good job right off the bat. Completely agreed. I think that sometimes, you know, when they're putting these major celebrities on that are known primarily like for being hot or at least, you know, uh, fairly or unfairly, Mm -hmm. um, they'll sometimes like design the whole show around jokes around how hot they are. Yeah. Um, and I don't think they did that this week because he could really just like kind of bring, bring the heat in other ways. Yeah. And I, I don't really think there were any of those those sketches. And I like when you say that, I immediately think of when Margot Robbie hosted. Yep. This was probably like three years ago. And almost every sketch I feel like was yeah, written around her just being this gorgeous woman. Yeah. Which is fair. She is, but I mean it was yeah. just, you know, it definitely that's not as funny as it, you know, as letting them do their thing. And so I really thought he yeah. he brought it, which I was very appreciative of. Yep. Uh, I think the exception is the monologue, I think was, was kind of explicitly sure. about, but <clears throat> I think was, that yeah. it's also like, you, you do have to kind of acknowledge what he's known for, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think there's, as I say, it's sort of, we, we love SNL. And I think you, if you, it's hard to love SNL, if you don't like sort of their repeated um, ideas in, in some ways. So yeah. I think uh, all that is fair game, but it's just, I thought it was sure. kind of worth noting because I was sort of bracing myself for like, oh, are we going to have the whole show yeah. kind of be about that just because that's sort of how he's risen to. Right. To and I think they, fame. yeah, they did a good job in the monologue with making, you know, really leading into that cheesiness and then just kind of like letting it go. And even the Bridgerton sketch um, at the very end of the show was not about about him or about the characters or about the show at all itself. It really, you know, it was really they let it be comedic for other reasons. So I, yeah. and I, cause I was also afraid we'd get like a really like cheesy Bridgerton sketch and, and we didn't. So I was, I was really pleased with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. we did get Chloe's impression, Bridgerton impression at, in two separate points of the- Which uh... is pretty fantastic. I don't know if you, have you watched Bridgerton? I haven't, no. Okay, fair. But um, <laughs> it is, <laughs> sure. I mean, she's pretty spot on in that impression. It helps that she, resembles her a lot but she would yeah she really does a good a good one of those so um that makes sense that had to be had to be used in there i certainly had no doubt that it was that it was dead on even if i don't get the reference yeah 
you could just tell by the audience, I think, cheers and appreciation for that. Um, yeah, I think it's maybe worth uh, addressing the uh, the audience here because this is going to come up a couple times throughout mm -hmm. our our recap. I was like really shocked at after like sort of the fallout, at least from the like the SNL fandom, like the diehards that like really didn't like the like the screaming fans in the audience i'm just sort of like i'm not sure what you people want you know it's like well, like wait, everyone just be quiet not... watch the show would you who came out and said that uh you know i don't want to go out there and naming names i don't oh, want sure. to uh you know put too many uh waves in the uh in the snl podcasting oh, uh, I world see. I got especially it. as uh if we're going to uh position ourselves strategically sure. in the market as the positive ones but, but this uh, is people on other podcasts right um and just yeah. kind of like like really shocked about it. i i didn't think it was like I, I think about when um justin timberlake hosted and mm -hmm. they did uh one of those the bring it on down to rabinvale oh, and yeah. uh 80 bryant is like sort of has to deliver these lines while people are just like screaming at mm -hmm. justin timberlake from the audience and I don't think that's really because that was that's like straight up disruptive. Like AD Bryant yeah. had to like stop and sure. say something about it. And that, I don't think that was what was happening at all. It's like no. like overreacting to the um, pop references in, in a sketch is is a very far cry from like trying to disrupt the show. Yeah. So and I mean that's why those references are in there, so that so that'll get that kind of attention and that yeah. kind of you know, resonation with the audience. And yeah, I, I, I can, I can see what you're saying about it. It's a far cry, I think, like you said, from a disruptive. And I think it's much better than having an audience that completely misses jokes. I mean, yeah. I, you know? well, and especially for a season where, you know, they can only pack a certain amount of the crowd in there and it's right. been talking about how it's sort of what a challenge that must be for the for the performers i mean I, and i think this is also kind of what happens when you know like when justin bieber hosts and i'm sure when nick jonas hosts next week there'll be mm -hmm. like a little bit more of sort of like you know the teenage girl energy in there if yeah. not literal teenage um girls in the audience but mm -hmm. um i think that's all that stuff is really powers the show um yeah so I, I was just I mean, like, really the, shocked by the by the backlash by the back that that is very surprising I mean, I guess there are like those purists out there, but this isn't a theater production. This is yeah, exactly. We're not doing like not a long day's is. journey into night here. Yeah. you know, like <laughs> this isn't the Tempest, right? <laughs> Just the the only play I can think of at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Um, all right, so we can dive in here. I can kick us off. Please do. So yeah, so my first. Um, uh, or my number three of this episode was the cold open, which I think this is. Is it the third time in a row I've picked cold open? I don't know, either second or third. But um, I thought the cold open with um, Chloe as Britney Spears doing the Oops, You Did It Again show was just so smart, so chock full of terrific character impressions. And I mean, to start out the show with that, I think that was just obviously that's so strong. Yeah. Um, I thought Chloe, you know, we've seen her as Britney before. Um, last year during the SNL at home episode, one of those. And yep. then I, I think she's probably also posted it on her Instagram, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, she does a, an amazing impersonation of Britney Spears. I mean, she, that, like the, she has her like intonation, just like 
down the dancing. She is <clears throat> terrific at, at that too. Yeah. And I, I was a little nervous when, um, they, Brittany first popped up or Chloe as Brittany popped up because, you know, obviously the documentary has gotten such a, you know, such a reaction from people and having watched it just a few days before this aired, you know, it was very fresh in my mind and it's very, it's very sad. And I think that like the reaction to it has been like, oh, wow, like this is like something people didn't realize and people are really bummed out by it. So I was a little bit nervous seeing her come out, wondering what they were going to do, but they very much made her the, the captain of this, obviously this talk show she was hosting and really let a, the, you know, the, the comedy fall on the guest stars. And then also had several references to her, um, you know, just everything that's going on with her, you know, the show was sponsored by the notes app just because people have been coming out and that's the thing to do when you like have a kind of lukewarm apology is just to write in the notes app. And, um, you know, there was the part, I think you have down here, uh, mentioned leave your daughters out of it because it could really mess with their heads. I mean, just those, um, nods were very, very pointed. And I think that that was, you know, obviously, a strong statement by the writers that and I thought she was also delivering that as <laughs> as like a an Instagram comment because she was doing the clapping hands of yes. like baby yeah. leave your daughters out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a very good point with the clapping hands. Yeah. Um yeah, I thought that she did she just did great. Um and like I said, just all the characters, I was just laughing start to finish with this one. Um this is the second time we're seeing 80 as Ted Cruz in neither time has she been really able to keep it fully together. And I don't know why that is. It's just like, she's kind of like laughing through the whole thing, which totally makes it for me, which is hilarious. Um, You know, I mean, it's obviously hilarious that she's playing, she's playing a man, but um, also, you know, just a a ridiculous impersonation of of him coming in with the cornrows. And I, uh, uh, who else did we see? I love anytime we get to see Pete Davidson get a little extra time to um, to really like flex his acting chops. I mean, it's not like he's, yeah. you know, hardcore acting, but um, he appears in a lot of sketches as, you know, comedic relief for, you know, himself or a version of himself where he just, um, you know, pops up and like mutters a few words. And so I really do like when he gets to actually portray a character and I think he did a good job with um Andrew Cuomo this this week I mean he looked spot on that that fake nose was like very very spot on um he definitely looked like him and um I just I like when he is not playing you know the the funny guy or the stone guy as he is very often I like when they give him a little bit of extra space so I appreciated that and then also um loved uh, Cecily is Gina Carano, um, <laughs> which just very, very accurate. And I think I, I really liked their decision to include her in there because it's something I hadn't really heard about until like a, maybe the past week, this whole thing with Gina Carano. And so I just thought that that was a very timely um, and appropriate inclusion into this whole yeah. um, sketch idea. Gina Carano, you know, I have uh, over the years, I have had, um, you know, I've had an imaginary, um, you know, sort of ongoing on again, off again, relationships with celebrities that they don't know about, you know, so 
like uh, Hope Solo and I um, <laughs> dated in my imagination for a couple of years there. And mm. then we had to break up because there was a couple of things happened in her life that just didn't uh, really vibe with our, the energy of our relationship. I got gotcha. you. Um, AOC too. We dated for a little while. And I, I, just, I heard about that. Yeah. Felt like she yeah. went on to bigger and better things. Um, you know, so the, the list kind of goes on, but Gina Carano sure. and I uh, recently had to end our, um, our relationship after, you know, just fell head, head over here is heels in love with uh, each other really uh, <laughs> during her run on, on the Mandalorian. Uh, I, and there's just, yeah. you know, I loved so, her on week. the Mandalorian and I didn't, did not see that coming, which I think a lot of, a lot of people didn't. And yeah, that's sad though, about your, that you had to kind of like make a swift, clean break there. Yeah, it was brutal. So thank yeah. you for everyone who's been reaching out. Uh, Respecting during... your privacy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this was like, we talked a little bit last week about how oftentimes the cold open is meant to be just sort of like a direct reaction to something that's happened in the week. So it's sort of yeah. like, are these five, um, you know, popular figures are going to be in the mm -hmm. sketch. We'll just, we'll assign them to people mm -hmm. and, you know, do your best. But this one was like, all right, we're going to do something with Brittany and Ted Cruz and yeah. Andrew Cuomo and and uh, Gina Carano. And it's like they have someone with an airtight Brittany impression. They've got this running thing going with Ted Cruz. Yeah. Pete kind of comes out of nowhere with this great Cuomo. Yeah. And then it's sort of like, you know, I don't know if the Gina Carano impression is great, but it's like at that point, Cecily can come out and just cook. So yeah, absolutely. I thought the whole thing was just like really lined up for them in a nice way this week yeah that's that's an amazing point it wasn't like you know it was it was a random um platform you know that they invented for these characters but it was topical but also um you know very enjoyable and not just kind of like commenting on a few things that happened during the week that i think you needed to comment on um yeah. and then also i really enjoyed as i always do um Cecily and 80 breaking at the at the very end when yeah. Gina Carano came out. Yes. You were a pile of soup. <laughs> Do not associate yourself with me. <laughs> oh, you are <laughs> I am first class and you are coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on the upgrade list though. Right. Yeah. Um, just really, yeah, I, I thought that was just a very strong way to, to kick that off and very topical and very on point. And it was great. What was your number one? Um, number my, Sorry. my number three was, uh, driver's license. Mm -hmm. Um, you may, you may notice a theme in my picks this week. Um, but for this one, you know, I just, uh, I just like singing. I, yeah. I've sometimes it's like, even if the conceit, um, doesn't make any sense um, that if you're mm. just going to find a way to get everyone together to sing yeah. and dance in front of the camera for me, I'm that's it. That's at least going to give me B plus level enjoyment because these and are that was a good. This was a good episode for that. Absolutely. Uh, and, and yeah, I immediately think of your uh, love of Legion de Paris. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, 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 that's one of your faves. So I, yeah, so it is, yeah. This makes sense. Your your love of um, of of singing. That that's in my that might be my top five favorite sketches of all time. It's just so ridiculous. Legion de Paris. Ah oui. 
<laughs> there's that and then like on that note do, do you remember the one um the sketch sorry i'm like taking us out of this but um the sketch where uh, i think it's Ces yeah cecily strong and kate mckinnon are these like um french either like actresses or like news people and they're like very depressing commenting commentating on like an america's funniest home video type oh yes segment. yep <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. We'll get into that some other time. Yeah. Me neither. The, just, all oh, just a full French themed bonus episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But please, please go on with your, with your number three. With my takes. Yes. Yeah. And we talked a lot about already about, about the crowd, but I felt like this was the early indication of like, oh man, if they're eating this up, then this is going to have just good yes. vibes for the whole, whole show. Just all of like the, you know the uh, the Taylor Swift references. Mm -hmm. You know of like you know, but Taylor is the rule. Woo! Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, a freaking storyteller. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, just the quick cut to Bone Yang just yeah. against the wall, and then he pops out from underneath <laughs> the pool table at the end. Um, Olivia Rodrigo was really excited about this on uh, on Twitter. That's her name, right? Olivia yeah. Rodrigo. Do you? Um, I have to ask though, did you know what this song was or who Olivia Rodrigo was? I, I knew about the phenomenon of this song it, okay. because it kind of came out of nowhere. And I want to say it got, it's something like, you know, 5 billion Spotify streams in 24 hours. Okay. It was, it was like, a, it was a moment just for that reason. Um, I, I couldn't have sung along to it um, yeah, yeah. the way I'm sure a lot of America was when yeah. this was happening. Um, but I could feel the, the energy there. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. I had no idea what it was, but yeah. the fact that the audience went crazy for it and there were so many, you know, spot on like things said about it. Yep. Um, is it related to High School Musical? I, no? have, I have no idea about all that okay. stuff. I was wondering, because this was written by uh, Fran Gillespie and Sudi Green, it looks like. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if those two are, are sort of like you know, pop culture sponges. If because gotcha, it yeah. seemed like if you were really dialed into um, what was what's going on in sort of the pop music scene, there was a lot in here to to dig into. But mm -hmm. really, uh, for me, this was all about the conceit of just like getting them all together to to sing with. You know, it's just Kate and the boys. You know, Kate playing <laughs> an, an old man in disguise, and I need yeah. to hear that freaking bridge again. <laughs> yes. I I read something that that was saying like how unnecessary Kate was in that. Yeah. that um sketch and kate's never unnecessary she's 100%. she makes every sketch better and yeah. she um and this is the first time in that night we saw her in a like a camp just kate and the boys and um i think she like get out of here with the fact that you would ever kick kate out of a sketch yeah. Well, let me let me actually step in here and and go to my number two because yeah, it's uh it's relevant here because it's yes. another uh, full cast sing along with sing -along, Kate and the boys. <laughs> yeah, Kate and the boys. It's Kate and the boys. Um, just and I thought uh, Bad Bunny really hung in, hung in there too with the the little piece that they they gave this for is, him. This is Sea Shanty, right? Sea Shanty. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. No, I that's just, okay. Uh, I just assume everyone can. Uh, really everyone here thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but this was, and there was a lot of, um, there was some content afterwards with Chris Red where he had posted this long thing about, he's like, I am determined to go out there and not crack. I want to be the person that just never breaks. I'm going to always deliver my lines and just be sharp. In but this he, sketch? 
just in general but then in this sketch he's playing a guy like pretending to play the fiddle in the the background yes and he's like (laughs) continuing to crack up he's bone yang continues (laughs) to make him break and then there was a couple of these like fan videos that people were zeroing in on him where he's just like got this crazy look in his eye when he's clearly (laughs) trying to not break the people are like chris red is sort of the the uh you know the uns the, the unsung hero in this sketch it was just again find me a way to get everyone up there singing together yeah kate and the boys and and you're gonna you're gonna get yourself on the pod yeah I've, oh i totally agree um i yeah i love a sing-along too i love any you know i love a uh trying to think of the word of not a, yeah a nautical themed sketch always yeah. always great and I thought it was another great um, example of Reggae Jean being just really um, immersed in the character. He did a lot of accents yeah. during this whole episode and just nailed every single one. His American was great. Um, you know, obviously he had this like piratey accent. He did yeah. kind of like a, a Southern one in um, another sketch we'll talk about in a second. Um, he just, he was just really good. And, you know, he was even singing in this one and just so high energy. So I, you know, that was a great um, display of that, but I continue to love Andrew Desmukes getting more and more time. And I yeah. liked that he was just kind of like on the sideline being this right, the straight man, I the like straight that. man. Yeah. yeah. Just delivering these kind of like, what? Yeah. <laughs> lines, which, um, which I thought obviously you need that person in there and it really worked. Love it. So that, that was my number three and my number two. What was your cool. number two? My number two was in the same vein as, as you are, as singing sketches get you, the more ridiculous a sketch is, the more I like it. So this, my number two is the job interview um, short, (laughs) which is, I mean, it, it was completely ridiculous, completely silly. Um, Beck Bennett, obviously at his like, you know, gold standard as far as like what he does comedically, you know, what he did before SNL and I'm guessing what got him on SNL. Um, just being this this interviewer, I liked that Regajan was in there against sort of as a straight man, not, not so much. Um, I loved Bowen's cameos, the passing of the notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, giving. <laughs> He was, so, he was so good in this one was, and just all night. I just yeah. could not stop watching Bowen yet. But like, like we said, we could do a Bowen appreciation pod. I've yeah. been so loving Bowen lately. Um, but yeah, the passing of the notes and, you know, at one point they're fighting with noodles, which again, completely ridiculous. Yeah. Stop it. You'll kill each other. <laughs> um, I thought the little sketches, um, the actual like drawings that were in like Reggae Jean's portfolio were hilarious. Those ad ideas were hilarious. Um, I would like to know who on, um, on the staff drew those like was, or like was responsible for coming up with those eBay too bad. You can't sell women on here. Yeah. (laughs) Or can you? Can you? (laughs) Yeah. These people that just, that are, that work on shows like this, Mm -hmm. that I'm sure they're just like, yeah, you have to go, you have to go write up these like ridiculous ad sketches. You know, I'm sure they had an hour to do it and it comes yeah. back and it ends up on screen. I was in a, um, uh, uh, like a production of a play once where someone 
one of the characters had to was like a tortured artist and at one point in their uh in the show they like rip a bunch of their art down that they've made and they destroy it and we did it you know eight or nine nights so there was literally someone who like as part of their job every day was like come in and and like draw nine like legit oh geez looking sketches that would make you think this character <laughs> just so that they could just yeah. rip to shreds and like well i'll just do it again tomorrow right so these it's like i got a lot of a lot of love for people that. that can come out yeah absolutely absolutely um yeah i just thought the whole thing was was pretty ridiculous and yeah. and very fun love it yeah this was also um i think i cited before um Bill Hader's talked about how there's always there's always an adjustment for everyone when they come to SNL. But one of the difficult things is, you know, a lot of them are coming from, you know, sort of the, the comedy scene, right? Mm-hmm. So what what is funny, you know, at in UCB or in a group of improvisers or uh, comedians is not always funny to the you know millions of people watching um, SNL every night. So it takes yeah. a little bit of um sort of adjustment and to Mm -hmm. me this is one of those that they were like all right this this is clearly like cracking everybody up in the writer's room and we're not sure how it's gonna go but we're putting it out here anyway just because we believe in it you know (laughs) that is that is an excellent way to describe that because when I like in any like any opportunity I've had to like have a hand at at producing something or writing something comedic, I will always lean towards like the more bizarre and yeah. and just really strange and kind of irreverent um, stuff. And so I, yeah, and I appreciate that they got this, um, they took this chance, like you said, to just be like, we're just gonna go for it. Cause yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. so all, all that stuff I thought really, really worked for, at least for this small portion of the audience on this podcast. Yes. For, for the the couple people who appreciate it, we really appreciated it. Yep. Um, I appreciate a lot. I appreciate way too many things. I say it way too much, I think, but. It's an appreciation pod. It I is. It's okay. You're right. You're right. It is. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you, you Em. You know? oh, I appreciate you, Greg. You're doing a great job out there. Thank you. You're doing a good job too. Great job. Sorry. Yeah. Just as good a job as me. And e- <laughs> all everyone is doing equally well. Yes, positive, 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 all around. Positive pod uh, through the tears. Yes, through the tears, which there are many of. <laughs> um, what was your number one? Um, my number one was another singing sketch, which was "Let's Say Grace." I'm just uh, finding myself <laughs> just, just stack the deck here with singing sketches. I mean, it's just coming. It's coming right for me. These sketches. Yes, yeah, um, they really are. Because honestly, it's like, can we just have fun, people? You know, do we need to come in here and we're going to cut down the screaming crowd? We're going to ask right. for something. A lot of complaints about sort of the overall um, tenor of the season from these same complainers. Yeah. Um, and all of them can just kind of go straight to hell because the, I yeah. had an awesome time with with all all of these sketches. Right. I mean, what do you think? What this is? This is a sketch comedy show. I just. Yeah. What is it supposed to be other than enjoyable and fun but yes continue yes um i also thought this was a good moment to sort of pause and have some ego wodum ap- appreciation too i thought um, she is killing it lately i mean she was like really the engine of a lot of this whole episode i almost mm-hmm. thought 
she could show sort of hold the number one spot herself here even in the first couple of um in the first couple of acts there where she was in the monologue she's yep. in loco she's in that um you know the the actor spotlight it's just yep. it goes on and on and she's not only sort of hosting the scene or mm -hmm. she's um being the foil for the host or she's like legitimately uh like spitting some hot fire in these in this yeah. loco song which i know we're going to talk about in a second yeah. but i i thought you know she's sort of the lead singer of this band here and mm -hmm. and let's say get grace as they're doing sort of the 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 gospel singing how yeah. about a shout out to the worm the beck bennett breaks oh, out on God, national yeah. tv that you know, that was that was fire yeah i think it's like he could he could have gone out and you know, done a, a poor version of that and it would have right. served that character as well. But he's like, no, I'm going to come out here and like put it down <laughs> a little and bit. I and I think it speaks to our um, elderliness that I was watching that and I was like, oh my God, don't hurt yourself. Oh, geez. It looks so painful. Yeah. <laughs> easy, easy. Like, easy. I was like, yeah, that that is impressive. Yeah. So I just... Um, I, I admit to my own patheticism, pathetic nature here um, <laughs> by by picking the three singing sketches. But you know what? Um, it's, it's, fun. it's my right. It's all good. It is your right. It's all fun. It's all positive. Yes. And that's why they write these. So people will have fun with them. So we can have and, fun. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what was your number one? My number one, um, speaking of singing, sort of, um, was Loco, the um, digital short featuring ego yes. as we said as um you know this this person really displaying how 12 months into this bullshit pandemic stay at home like you know we're just all kind of cracking i look fuego tight dress new heels don't play though skip the line because it's ass vip all these broke thoughts just mad they ain't me uh-oh i think i see a little cutie hate to break it to you but you gonna have to do me step to him like yo what's your name he said i'm not real i just live in your brain i was legit jealous that for ego wodum's job she got to dress up um yeah. in that in that first club scene because Incredible. yeah no one gets to dress up and i was i was very jealous that she got to to put on that outfit yep. um and i just think like i think they mentioned like you know at the beginning of the pandemic everyone started out like we were good we're baking bread we're making recipes mm -hmm. you know we're we're zooming we're house partying with people yep and just at this point like we've all gone a little crazy yeah. um uh, Pete obviously was in this as well, and he got a huge applause from the audience when he first came on screen. Yep. Um, and I did I loved that he said, "I've gone so crazy, I understood Tenant." Yeah. <laughs> because I tried to watch that yeah. a couple weeks ago, and I, I can't even. I mean, I got maybe like twelve minutes in, and then I was like, "This is a bad. This is a wrong choice." Yeah. For me. Um, so yeah, the, a review I had from uh, one of my friends who is like a pretty serious movie watcher. He's a part mm -hmm. of our weekly movie club. He mm -hmm. really dives into these things and I think gives pretty fair analysis of things. Walked out of Tenant and said, uh, that was that was nonsense. That was just complete nonsense. That well, that's good to hear because I was like, I, I, a lot of like movie plots go right over my head and I, you know, can, there can be like a glaring, um, you know, 
surprise that's like everyone else can guess and I won't get it until like right. after the credits have, have rolled. Yep. Um, but so I'm glad to hear that because I was just like, what the fuck is right. this? Like, this makes <laughs> zero sense to me. Like, am I not smart enough? Probably not, but I'm so I'm, I'm glad that, uh, right. that someone else um, said that as well. Um, this yeah, well, multiple first... things can be true at once, right? Because I feel the same way. I'm often, <laughs> it's like I, I am kind of dumb, and movies are sometimes full of nonsense. So you know. that's true. That's true. And I feel like there was none more so than than Tenet. Yeah. <laughs> um, very good example of that. Yeah. Uh, this was the first of the Bad Bunny cameos yes. of the night, too. Um, and any recording artist who you know, can have a, a really like tough or, or cool persona, you know, outwardly, and then can come on to SNL and dress up as a plant and, and dance and yep. sing. I appreciate the hell out of that. Like that, right. you know, that's just, you don't want, it's just great to see somebody not take themselves seriously. Um, Bad Bunny also uh, cameoed in an episode of um, the SNL at home uh, shows last season he was on um the big poppy cooking show i don't know if you remember oh, that's that right yep yeah um so we already know he's he's kind of down to clown in this this way um but i yeah i thought him dressed as a plant was was awesome and i loved his his like mentally ill verse i'm gonna, yep. keep, I'm gonna be singing that <laughs> until yep. this pandemic ends and then great. probably for a while after therapists across america are going to be showing <laughs> this that <laughs> that yeah. scene to everyone and it's just like it's very like we are all going a little bit crazy and I love how they show her ego like around her apartment mm -hmm. like she's cooking she's at work she's playing chess with herself she's working out because like our houses are literally all of that yeah and I mean especially I can't imagine people who live in an apartment I mean my heart really goes out to to those people I'm glad that I'm at a point in my life where I'm no longer living in, in an yep. apartment. Cause I, I mean, you're the space, wherever you are right now is like everything to right. you, obviously, you know, it has been for the past year. So we're just living in this house hard. Yes. You know? We are living in it hard. There yeah. is dirt everywhere. <laughs> there is food everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, do you also name your house plants? I know you've been known to engage in, in battle yeah. with the house plants. Uh, I, time. yes, I, I keep engaging in battle with them. And right now we're, I'm, I'm winning as I look around and oh, nice. Yeah, I really am. Um, but you know, that could change right at literally any moment they could decide to flip me off and just all die. Yeah. Um, but I don't name them oh, interesting. I prob probably because I, they die so frequently that I don't want to <laughs> you don't want give to get them names. Attached. Yeah. I don't want to give, get too attached and give, you them, names, give them a full backstory. Yes, exactly. I do have a snake plant though I'm looking at right now in the corner that is the exact same plant that um Bad Bunny played. Wow. Yeah. So maybe I'll maybe I'll have to give him a name. Excellent. Hug him from time to time. Well, I want to shout out Paul Brigatani for uh, directing this this video. I think that especially that scene where it sort of pans across the apartment and she's doing yes. a bunch of she's working out, she's like sitting on the yep. counter, she's doing all this kind of stuff just like mm -hmm looked awesome um, that did look awesome you're right i was watching i've got uh, a buddy from high school shout out to nelson DeCastro. he's he's directing music videos in la right now and he's putting out these just incredible like things where there's all these like visual illusions and stuff like this so it was fresh in my head nice. um going into this and that's kind of like what was going on in this 
this yeah. video where there's some kind of like practical effect mixed with, you know, some digital idea that, um, that they all put together. And of course, some, they probably put it together in 48 hours. Um, right. Which is, so, yeah, that's the crazy thing about all this. You have to keep in mind. Yeah. So shout out to that the whole sort of production team there and, yeah. um, and making this look so good. I also Very thought this, this beat that they put together was just scorching hot. Yeah. <laughs> this is just like an awesome beat. I wonder if they, they even like brought the horn section in to, to record these live drums or if it's a sample yeah. or something, but whatever it was, I was just like, man, whoever ar- architected this whole, whole thing, which I'm sure is, is a team of people. Um, you know, the, the writing credits are, are sort of a combination of Ego and Pete and mm-hmm. um, some of the, some of the writers, but this is like clearly a good 15, 20 people deserve a, a, an equal amount of credit for putting this thing together. Yeah. I, I, that's a very good call out. And I, I will say to you, this was the second week in a row that they haven't really gone into the army hammer um debacle but he was name dropped again in the sketch as he was in um in the cold open from from last week so i kind of been waiting for them to do something with that but maybe it's just going to be these little name drops which is fine incredible yeah um all right awesome well that brings us to uh our next segment which is called did you know who the musical guest was um, so Emily, did you know who the very popular Bad Bunny was? You know I did not. <laughs> you know I did not know. <laughs> yes, I uh, also, I, I actually knew Bad Bunny was a little bit because uh, someone on a phone call was trying to come up with a name of a popular um, reggaeton artist. They were, um, and I can't even remember who they were trying to come up with but I googled it and Bad Bunny was one of like the first four names that came up so I had some familiar familiar some familiarity gotcha. okay him there um but I think that uh that more or less qualifies us as both not really knowing who he was so this has been another episode <laughs> of did you know who the musical guest was and we hardly ever do we hardly ever do mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, so I think now we can talk a little bit about uh, the featured players and what they were up to this week. Um, didn't see anything from Lauren Holt, which I don't, she wasn't even, I don't think like in the background of any sketches. So, um, Lauren was out this week. We saw, um, Punky Johnson, um, as part of the family in Let's Say Grace. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember what her line was. She was great too. Her she like her, too. her dance moves. I feel like they've it's that they're giving her a lot of like um like she played Ego Wodum's mom earlier mm-hmm. in the season and she was playing like sort of like an auntie in this one, which I thought yeah. was kind of interesting that because she really brings like legitimate um energy to those yes. those older older characters. Cause yes. you know, everyone's gotta play every age at some point in yeah. the, in SNL. So I've just sort of feel like she's done a really good job with that specific. Um, that's a good call out she she has um and then andrew just mutes as we said is is really kind of coming into his own here he was in um the mr chicken legs pageant yeah and sea shanty in let's say grace and in the grocery wrap which i believe was the 10 to 1 this um yep, it was pretty late yeah it was pretty late um so he was he got a lot of of screen time this week yes yeah so those are um, the featured players. That's checking in with them. Um, other other things we want to hit on? 
Well, I think, you know, there was something that just also came right for us this week, which was this yeah. Christian Cohen had. I don't, I, I don't know if you know who. I don't. Who they, they are. Um, mm. But uh, clearly some sort of, you know, high fashion yeah. um, name. And they enlisted Bowen and Chloe to, uh, to, to star in this sort of like, you know, uh, filmed commercial, um, yeah. this sort of mini mini movie commercial that uh, is sort of this meta thing where they don't, they like realize that they're in a commercial that was pretty funny, and then they get to like strut these, you know, sort of high fashion garments uh, out in the out middle of a ballroom. So just yeah, sort of like Man, was... this is this is coming for us. It was coming for us. And I just, um, I'm on the Christian Cohen site now. Just yep. thought I would look it up. They have a, a stiletto that has two watches on it. Like two gold what? watches on one shoe. I wonder if the other shoe has two watches. Wait, these wow. aren't real watches. Sorry, they just look like watches. All right. Oh, interesting. <laughs> anyway, glad we cleared that up. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is some crazy stuff though on this, um, looks like from there. Love their um lines so very very cool yeah that that one did come um directly for us yeah um we mentioned the bridgerton kind of um uh, uh references in this this episode which again i think were not overwhelming which was was good you know we didn't want that yep. um i also wanted to shout out maddie rice who is the new guitar player in the band this season um, I had written this down a couple times because every now and again, they flash to her in like the little commercial breaks. Um, and she stands out because she plays this like hot pink guitar and nice. they kind of move her up, up into center stage. And she's sometimes just like shredding in these commercial breaks. I'm like, who the yeah. hell is, is this? So I looked it up this, this week from Maddie, Maddie Rice, uh, who's played, uh, she formerly from um, Jean-Baptiste band, um, mm. Stay Human, I think they're, they're called on, um, on the, on the Colbert show. So, oh, gotcha. um, she's al already pretty seasoned, but, uh, bringing the heat, uh, with the band this season. Go on, Maddie. There you Get go. It. There you go. Love that. I love that you do the research with the, the music portion of the show, because it's a big part of the show that I think yeah. is probably very under recognized all the time. Love music. Love music. Yes, you do. Just even though we never know who the musical <laughs> guest is. We, even though we don't. Well, you know, some at some point. Yes. We, we do know who Maddie Rice is, but we do, we do not know who necessarily Rice. know who Bad Bunny was. No, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're here for the, the up and comers. Sorry, we're all learning. Yeah, we are. Um, and then my last thing was the Mr. Chicken Leg sketch at home for me as someone who wishes they had the legs of an eighth grade girl. and. Right who has just um, naturally kind of muscular legs and is always often called out on it. Um, and we did talk, you know, as we were watching the show, I was texting you yeah. um, saying, I hope um, your wife is watching this because we, your wife is the only other person I have ever met who understands the humiliation <laughs> and awkwardness that that is when you go to get a pedicure and um the person giving you a pedicure is like look at your calves and you're like oh my god <laughs> please, please don't please don't leave it like like i've never seen them before yeah i got yeah I, yeah i i know i know yeah. yeah oh why what's wrong with them yeah what um <laughs> <laughs> but that that sketch hit home for me as um when Andrew just said if i raise my my calves or if i raise my legs yeah 
my calves do not change shape. <laughs> I thought when I was watching it live that they were doing some kind of practical effect there where like, you know, Mikey Day, you know, reveals these legs and that there was, they had somehow inserted no. either digitally or he was like, they were kind of hiding like an actual yeah. like eight-year-old underneath there. And then he like yeah. walks out at the end. I'm like, oh no, those are his actual Those legs. are his legs. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, Pete as Jack Skellington also was, was yeah. pretty hilarious. Incredible. Incredible. Well, uh, we are grateful everyone could join us yes. to join in the fun. Stay positive. We're positive loving our bodies, fun. you know. <laughs> are we great? <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Good to know. <laughs> uh, so everyone stay positive out there, friends. Right?